And here's a topic that I want to bring to you today. Somebody had asked me, what does God think about psychic readings? What is the Bible's perspective on going to someone who is a psychic, someone who maybe, you know, just like in the movies, looks through a crystal ball or use tarot cards or reads your palm or, you know, something or just talks to you and, and claims to give you some kind of thought or some kind of direction for a question that you have. And there's lots of different ways that I could jump off into this particular topic, but I want to try to stay as focused on it as I can, because some of you perhaps have read your horoscope or you have done some kind of maybe just very innocently looking into some kind of a psychic reading or something of that nature. And you wonder, is it all wrong? Is it bad? Is this something that I shouldn't do? Is it something that is completely of Satan? Or does God use those manners to speak to me? And so I want to talk to you a little bit about that. One of the things about going to see psychics and getting some kind of a psychic reading, one of the issues is there are a lot of times that a psychic or someone who claims to have psychic ability will give you good advice. Let's just suppose you have some kind of question uh, about a relationship or some kind of a job issue, and you want to go to a psychic or you want to read your horoscope or you want to go and, and find out you know, what, what should I do. And you get some advice that perhaps is not all off base. Maybe there's a lot of it that resonates with you that sounds like it could be something that could be helpful. The question then is, how does God operate with that? Is that something that God can use? Is that something that is completely of Satan? Is that some mixture in between? Because if I'm getting some good advice or I'm getting some good direction and a decision that I make, can that be all bad? Probably the first verse that pops into my mind comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 11. And Paul is writing to the church about his ministry. And he says that he's going to continue doing what God has called him to do. And he says that the truth of Christ is in me. He says that in verse 10 of 2 Corinthians chapter 11. And he says that he knows that the people that he's ministering to, that they know that he loves them. And that's why he's doing what he does. And then he says in verse 12, and what I'm doing, I will continue to do in order to undermine the claim of those who would like to claim that in their boasted mission, they do work on the same terms as we do. And then I want you to listen to what he says in verse 13. He says, for such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. Now just stop right there. And I'll say, now, I don't know of any psychic readers or any tarot card readers or palm readers or, you know, anybody who claims to have psychic ability. I don't know that they're necessarily claiming, as Paul is saying here, that they are an apostle of Christ. But in their reading and in their advice that they give to you, there is an element of that they have some kind of a spiritual ability to give you advice or to give you direction that they believe comes from another source other than just them. 
Now, however they describe it, however they articulate how they get that ability, if it's something they believe that they're born with or something that they believe comes upon them when they begin reading. But there is some sense of a spiritual connection that they claim to have. And that's really what Paul is getting at in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Because when he says what he, what they're doing is they're disguising themselves as some kind of a spiritual uh, advice giver, some kind of a spiritual help. Uh, and, and maybe not even disguising, they're clearly saying, this is who I am, this is what I do. Now, listen to what he says in verse 14, and now I want to jump off into the psychic reading. He says in verse 14, and no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Now, what does that have to do with psychic reading, and what does that have to do with reading your horoscope or tarot cards or palm readers or any of that kind of thing? Satan's message is not that he wants you to worship him. Satan's message is really one of questioning, is this what God said? You go all the way back to the Garden of Eden in Genesis uh, chapter 3, and you, you instantly get the the, the notion that the serpent, the, the, the deceiver comes not to get you to believe something that he strongly believes that is 100% counter to what God says. He just wants you to question a little bit of what God says. And so there's a little bit of truth and there's a little bit of error mixed in to where that the message that he's giving to you sounds as though it could be exactly what you need to hear, but it's not exactly what God says. Now, go and think, you know, just think through reading your horoscope. Is it filled with satanic advice? Of course not. Uh, people wouldn't read that if it was the, the typical idea that we have about Satan and the horns and the pitchfork and all of that kind of thing. But what it is, it's, it's a source of advice. It's a source of a direction that may not necessarily be all bad, but it may not necessarily be all true. In other words, there may be some things in there that a psychic says, this is what some spiritual sense or some psychic sense has told me for you that may be some good advice, but it may not necessarily be God's advice. Because if Satan can masquerade as an angel of light, he can tell you enough good that you'll believe him, but also enough tr uh, uh, enough lies to where you don't fully believe in God. You don't fully follow God. Another aspect of the whole palm reader and psychic reader is clearly we want answers and we want help. We want some kind of direction. But what God says in his word is he says that the Holy Spirit came for one major purpose, and that is to guide us into all truth. The Holy Spirit comes to every believer to lead you to 100% of what God says. That's why we have the Bible, which is inspired by the Holy Spirit. These men that wrote each of these letters and each of these books wrote as they were led by the Spirit of God. So we can trust what the Bible says because it is inspired by God. But what about those day-to-day -day decisions? What about those moments when we really want to know 
What should I do? How should I handle this relationship? Should I take that job? Should I buy this car? Should I uh, move to this city? Should I break it off with this person and start dating that? You know, whatever it may be, we want answers that the Bible doesn't necessarily in black and white say, this is the job you should have. This is the person you should marry. This is the uh, amount of income that you, you know, this is the level of education. You know, those kinds of answers aren't necessarily spelled out in the Bible. And so a lot of us want those quicker, easier answers. And instead of relying on the Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth, we find some other ways that might sound good but may not necessarily be of the Holy Spirit. In other words, you might sit down with someone reading your palm, and they might give you some good advice. That's not satanic advice, uh, meaning that it's going to wreck your life. It might actually be of some benefit and value, but it may not be the direction that God wants you to go. You can read a horoscope and you can say, that's the answer that I needed for today, but it may not necessarily be God's answer. It may be something that resonates with what you're already thinking or telling you something that you really want to hear, but it may not be what God is telling you. So the big question is, how do we get to the point where we know what God says? If I can't necessarily trust a psychic reader because if they're not filled with the Holy Spirit telling me what God says, and if it's not in line with the Word of God generally, or even specifically, and if that person is relying on some other spiritual force to tell them something that I need to hear, and it's not filled with, and they're not filled with the Holy Spirit, then how do I get those answers? How do I know who to trust? How do I know what God has to say? Well, let's back up just a moment. Why do people go to psychic readings? Why do people read their horoscope? Why do people go to someone who will flip tarot cards or read their palm or something of that nature because they need advice. They they want some other source of someone to tell them, this is what I think you should do. So if we back up for just a moment, who in your life could you go to and sit down and talk face-to-face with somebody who will give you advice that's in line with the Word of God and somebody who is filled with the Spirit of God? Maybe you have Christian friends and you want to turn to that person, and you say to them, hey, I really need your help. I really want your spiritual advice of what job I should take, or what direction I should go, or what I should do about this relationship. Don't expect an answer right away. Ask that person to spend some time in prayer before they come to you and give you their answer. Maybe some of you are part of a church, and you can go and sit down with your pastor, and you can say, Pastor, I need some advice. I need some guidance. And you can ask your pastor, now, whatever advice you give me, I want it to be something that you've prayed about, that you've really sought the Lord with. And then when you tell me, then we're going to pray about it together, and we're really going to search and make sure that it's what God wants me to do. A lot of us just don't want to do the hard things. We don't want to do the more difficult things. And I instantly thought of how Jacob in the book of Genesis wrestled with the angel of the Lord all night. He had a decision to make. He was facing a major decision in his life. And he sent everybody over 
this this little valley, and he sent them on the night before, and he was about to meet his brother, who he had deceived years ago, and he was pretty anxious about that. Some of you have been anxious the night before a major decision, and you think, what should I do? Uh, how is this going to go? I don't, I'm going to lose sleep over this. But what Joseph did all night long is he, or Jacob did, he wrestled with the angel of the Lord all night long. And what that is a picture of is grabbing hold of the spirit of God and saying, I want you to lead me to where I need to be. I want you to speak to my heart and and really help me to agree with you of a decision that I need to make. You see, the Bible talks in Philippians 4, what two of my favorite verses in all of the Bible, Philippians 4, uh, verses 6 and 7 says to be anxious about nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. If you need direction from God, Instead of turning to someone who flips over cards or looks at your palm, looks into a glass ball, or, or uh, unless you, you know, or or you turn to a newspaper or, or some kind of a horoscope reading, instead of doing that, spend hours upon hours with God in prayer, wrestle with God in prayer. He's not going to let you go. Don't let go of him. You do the hard things and spend hours in prayer rather than taking the easy way out and reading something or paying somebody $20 to tell you something that may not be from God. It may not be all bad, but it may not be the direction God wants you to go. And instead, spend that time in prayer wrestling with God and saying, God, I want you to tell me what you want me to do. I want to know what you have for me and let the Holy Spirit guide you into all truth. And what happens when you do that is not only will you grow closer to God and be in perfect fellowship with his Holy Spirit, but the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. You see, that's not an easy way out. The easy way out is to read something or trust something and and to believe someone who's pulling out of the sky some answer that they want to give. Be careful with that. Because again, the Bible says that even Satan can masquerade as an angel of light. And Satan may not necessarily give you the appearance that he wants to destroy you, He just doesn't want you to know what God wants you to do. He just doesn't want you to follow the will of God. And you may take 99 steps in the right direction, but that 100th step that's a little bit off that he can influence you to take is one step out of the will of God. And that's all it takes to be somewhere where God doesn't want you to be. So we have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to seek advice from people that are filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to pray for God to reveal to us and to give us that peace and to lead us in all truth. And if there's anyone or anything in your life that is influencing you outside of the spirit of the living God, be cautious, be careful, and do not listen. I know that this there are lots of different directions that I could have taken in this particular topic. And perhaps one day I'll be able to jump off into more of those uh, topics. So what I would encourage you to do 
Hey, this is Pastor Randy Johnson. Thank you so much for joining me for What's the Word? That show airs every Wednesday night at 6 o'clock on 101.9 WAIN, right here in the heart of Adair County in Columbia, Kentucky. Or you can catch the replay of What's the Word on my podcast, which is called Walk This Way. And you can find that in several different places. You can find it at anchor.fm backslash walkthisway on the internet, or you can find it on different apps and, and places that carry podcasts like iTunes, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and all sorts of uh, places you can find this broadcast, you can find messages that I've preached, and I just want to encourage you to make it a point to tune in, subscribe, and listen to all sorts of content that's on my podcast, which is called, again, Walk This Way. Thank you so much for joining me.